Welcome to Political Coffee, your one-hour thought-provoking news and commentary as you begin your day. And now, here's your host, Jeff Croft. And good morning, everybody. Great to be with you. We begin a um, Wednesday day of broadcasting about political stuff in Oregon that matters in your life and, frankly, you can use to change your world. And you do that by having those persuadable conversations with persuadable people. There's lots to talk about. Chief among them, where we are now with the Republican walkout. It's interesting So, one of the things that we're, the work that the Democrats are now conceding, uber liberal Senator Michael Dembrow from Portland. And by the way, you know, when I served in the House of Representatives, this guy was nothing more than a gadfly activist. But he wormed his way into getting an appointment when a, a senator retired. I might have been a House member first and then to the Senate. At any rate, he is nothing more than a leftist gadfly. There wasn't, if I remember correctly, there wasn't a leftist idea. He didn't come to the Capitol and push. Here's what he said about the Republican walkout. Now, I'm going to preface this because there's a whole lot that's going on here. And I'm going to quickly run through it all. There are no interviews today, so you have an opportunity to call and talk about this and many other things. 503-589-1220, emails to jeff at 1220.am or jeff at kslm.news. Here's what Michael Dembro, senator, said. He laid out a worst-case scenario in his email letter to his constituents yesterday, or actually Monday. And this, by the way, is a Ben Bulletin story. I'll have it up on the show plan today. He said, of the 10 Republicans who have reached the the point of no return, several were not going to be returning anyway. Well, that was only two. Others were just elected in November and still have three and a half years left in their four-year terms. He's right about that. You see, Measure 113 doesn't stop you, even if you've reached the 10-day absence limit, doesn't stop you from coming back and serving in the next three legislative sessions. That's correct. Does not. But here's what he says is where this is headed. He continues saying, some are hoping that the new constitutional amendment will be thrown out by federal courts as a violation of the U.S. Constitution, which he added in parentheses, seems very unlikely. Does it? Now, I think this is absolutely true. I think it is unconstitutional under the U.S. Constitution. Generally speaking, there's this thing called the Supremacy Clause. Federal law takes 
precedence over state law. Now, the U.S. Supreme Court ruled that gay marriage is legal, even though all these states had constitutions, including Oregon, that said, no, marriage is between one man and one woman. So the Supreme Court viewed that as more restrictive than what the right of the U.S. Constitution says should be. Same thing with guns. And we can go on and on. What about this issue of what is your qualifications to serve in office? That's where this is headed. If Republicans can raise the money to push it to that level. The question is, are any donors or any legal organizations willing to move them to that, to to spend that kind of money? We'll see. Now, the deal is a special session. That's what's going to happen. But there's also a danger. You see, and this article says, well, the GOP takes part in capital hearings. Yes. Even though Kate... Kate Brown sent out the state police to find lawmakers and to compel them to return. That's still on very thin legal ground. Now, maybe not with the Oregon Supreme Court, which is bought and paid for by Kate Brown, because she appointed all of the members of the Supreme Court, and they're all leftists. Now, will Tina do that? She said she doesn't plan on using it. You can't take her, you can't trust her word, right? We talked about that with Senator Dennis Linthicum. By the way, he's going to be joining us every Tuesday. Okay, so you'll have an opportunity to hear from Senator Linthicum every Tuesday. The legislature in this story earlier approved a continuing resolution would allow agencies to receive funds based on current levels clear into September. Now, why would they do that? Well, it's very simple. Everybody knew that Republicans, in spite of the constitutional amendment, might just walk out and shut things down because the quorum, Oregon is one of four states that require a quorum. Now, let me give you some inside buzz as to what's going on. Lobbyists who have their ear to the ground listening to Democrats and Republicans, some of them are saying, well, this is a one-time deal. Meaning, under Oregon's new constitution and the the 10 absence limit, this is only going to happen one time because the unions will put forward, you heard me talk about this the other day, another constitutional amendment to do away with the quorum. This is a much heavier lift. Especially if Republicans use the right language or whoever's fighting against it uses the right language. And this is what I alluded to on Monday with Tim Canope saying he got he's getting it partially right. It's the tyranny of the majority. You see, that's how you defeat this. Now, here's my point to you. You say whatever union brought and, and they could do it. They could spend a million and a half and get enough uh, signatures to put it on the ballot. 
by July 2024. Now, that's, that's getting late because our side would immediately challenge them and try and tie it up in the courts as long as we can so they have the least amount of time so it makes it hard to get it on the ballot. you got to have... I mean, folks, this is what... This is almost the 1st of June. They would... They're not going to go out and start gathering signatures. They won't even announce it until the legislature's over. That puts us into July. Then there's a fight in the courts for at least two or three months about the ballot title which the leg- now the legislature could do this if the senate came back into session senate's not going to do that folks we're going to a special session you need to understand that democrats are locked in on this 10 year old abortion 10 year old transgender surgery without parental consent bill this is their holy grail folks above all else this is what they want this is more important to them than gun bills you need to understand that which is why it is our opportunity to politically i was talking to a republican activist who called me last night here in marion county and he agrees absolutely they are missing and he's just a worker bee He's a great worker, B. He's very passionate about these things. He said, we're, we're, Senate Republicans are totally missing the opportunity, and they are. To do what? To move people to our side permanently. They're there for the takings, folks. Senate Republicans are just blowing it and missing it. And frankly, this, this article in the Ben Bulletin gets it because they talk, it's front and centered what they say early on in this article. Read it for yourself. I'll have it on the show plan. Anyway, we are going to a special session. Republicans don't have to agree to come to the special session at all. They don't. And can you trust Tina Kotak to cut a deal with Rob Wagner, whom you can't trust, to literally do things? to hold fast to their word in a special session. Now we're only going to do budgets. That's all we're going to do. Can you trust that? Because once you're in the building, they can do a call of the house. They can introduce special bills and you can't go anywhere. And they can put the state police in the building. This is the danger of having too many Republicans in the building right now because they're there every day in these committees. Senate Republicans are there, some of them, in these committee hearings. They're there working. This is what Brian Boquist said. What if the SEIU shows up in mass and prevents Republicans from leaving the building so that they're there in the building when the Senate goes into session about a half hour after these committee hearings are finished? They physically will not allow. Would the state police come and rescue them? Because you see, they haven't, the session hasn't begun. They, or they can't do a call of the house. Or then the state police would be compelled, or the sergeant of arms rather, not the state police, compelled to go find them and bring them. So if the SEIU would not allow them to leave their office, would the Republican senator call the state police and the state police rescue them from a mob? What do you think? Now, I also want to get into, by the way, again, this one-time thing, 
business, the SEIU coming forward with a, let me complete that thought because I need to do this. It's easy to defeat it. You simply say, protect minority rights. Reject the tyranny of the majority. Or protect minority rights from tyranny of the majority. No on whatever. That's all you have to say. It's that simple. Because the average voter will just look at that and say, I don't like tyranny, tyranny of the majority. I don't like tyranny of any type. Let's protect minority rights. They won't realize that the minority is a political minority in the legislature. And then what you do is you force the Democrats in the union to have to try to explain it with all of their advertising. They can't. It's a loser. It's simple. If we'll do it. Now, there's other things going on there. There's a Willamette Week story about a Republican files an ethics complaint against the Oregon House leader. And I'll get into that in a moment because this is also happening across the country. Do Republicans have the, the courage to stand up against other Republicans that are doing something wrong? It's happening in Texas. And it may happen here in Oregon, the ethics complaint. Back in a moment at 620. Call Jeff now at 503-589-1220. That's 503-589-1220. Let's return now to more of Political Coffee with Jeff Krupp. We are back. Great to be with you. It's uh, 22 minutes, uh, 23 minutes past the top of the hour. 503-589-1220 is the power of Buick GMC talk line. 503-589-1220. Emails to jeff at 1220.am or Jeff at KSLM.news. Now, if you don't think, I'm going to read you an email from one of our listeners. If you don't think this issue of 10-year-olds getting abortions without parental consent, getting transgender surgeries without parental, if you don't think Republicans in the Senate, genius, Mr. Iverson, I'm going to get to that in a moment because it, is the husband of the Senate Republican leader who's making bank, getting all kinds of money of being a consultant to the House and the Senate. This guy thinks he's the genius. Now, let me tell you something, folks. This is I'm going to read you an email in a moment of how powerful this issue is. And you're going to be stunned that they're not using it. Thanks, Freddie, by the way, for the great graphic. You know Aunt Jemima, right? You know the old syrup label? Well, this one is Trans Jemima. (laughs) Oh, and did you see that Black Lives Matter 
the communist front group apparently is headed to bankruptcy after they received billions from woke American corporations. The headline in the Liberty Daily. But I got to remind you, friends, we've had a wonderful couple of days of cool temperatures. It's going to be warm in the 80s today. You need to call Freedom Heating and Air if your home air conditioning system is just not working right. You know, one of the great things about And there's many benefits to it. They have a lot of services, including some brand new systems they'll come and install in your home. And you see all of this, by the way, if you go to their website, freedomheatingandair.net. It's all one word, freedomheatingandair.net. One of the great benefits is that they truly do get out to your place right away. They make their emergency services has always been a priority for them. This is why they beat other people to your door. Give them a call. Check it out for yourself. 503-580-1456. There's a reason Freedom Heating and Air has become the powerhouse that they are in the Mid-Willamette Valley. Oh, they've been here 50 years. Service second to none. So a person wrote me an email about was at the Capitol and was waiting to speak at the House Rules Committee on Thursday last week. This person overheard one of the House representatives who was a Democrat talking to other members about how he hopes 2002 goes away soon because he and his wife cannot have a conversation. She is very upset about the bill, implying that they have to be in separate areas. I found this interesting. Also, legislative aides are tired because they're, they're not working. They feel their time is being wasted. Later, I found that they were conservative aides. Why aren't they pushing the real problem, meaning the messaging? Couldn't they send out a message of, to parents' rights in education, if not as aides, as individuals. So it's interesting that I maybe some of you have seen it. If if I have missed it, because now I get parents' rights in education, I, I get their newsletter. I haven't seen anything from them. Find that fascinating. But here's the point: this Democrat representative, this is the power of the issue. This Democrat representative wants this bill to go away. Why? Because his Democrat wife, who's likely as liberal as he is, doesn't like it. They can't even have a conversation about it. Folks, parents' rights matters, especially when it comes to a mama bear. This is anecdotal, I know, but this is the power of this issue. Now, the Republican who filed the complaint is the guy who lost in the Republican primary. His name is Drew Leda. He filed complaints with the Oregon Ethics Commission against House Minority Leader, the Republican leader, Vicki Bree Iverson. 
alleging that the Prineville Republican uses her office for elect her elected office for personal gain, which is illegal. It's the same thing that another Republican has been doing for a long time. Yet the way he's doing it is illegal, and the way she's doing, or rather he's doing it, is somewhat legal. She says, or he says in his complaint, that after Brees Iverson became the leader of the House Republican Caucus, it began spending large amounts of money with Iverson Media Group, which is owned by her husband, Byron, or Brian Iverson. She was always involved in her husband's political consulting company and has personally profited directly or by common property law. Now, the same thing, sort of, of a Republican asking, making serious allegations against another Republican just happened in Texas, and I'll talk about that when we come back at 6.30. Call Jeff now at 503-589-1220. That's 503-589-1220. Let's return now to more of Political Coffee with Jeff Krupp. It's 24 minutes before the top of the hour. Great to have you with us. 503-589-1220 is the power of Buke GMC Talk Line. 503-589-1220. Emails to jeff at 1220.am or jeff at kslm. News. Now, I'm going to get back to this Brees Iverson issue and, and what's happening in Texas. Because this is something you can use. You really can use it in conversations with persuadable people. By the way, Barbara, thanks for the great email. And if you want to send me an email again, it's jeff at 1220.am or jeff at kslm.news. The uh, Oregon House, by the way, um, apparently passed House Bill 2004 with bipartisan support. What? This is ranked choice voting, folks. Now, We'll see who the Republican was or Republicans that voted in favor of this. Bad idea. One of them is Charlie Conrad, the same Republican from, you know, this kind of the Springfield area who voted in favor of House Bill 2002-B. You know, this bill that has incredible power to permanently realign people's political thinking. This guy voted in favor, this Republican voted in favor of ranked choice voting. Uh Uh-oh. That ain't good. By the way, I 
hear that the Lane County Republican Party is going to ask him to resign. Yeah, they oughta. There were 24 no's on this. Hmm. Now, Barbara sent me a new word. It's not yet found in the Oxford Dictionary. But it is gaining popularity out there. It's called ineptocracy. 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 It's a system of government where the least capable to lead are elected by the least capable of producing and where the members of society least likely to sustain themselves or succeed are rewarded with goods and services paid for by the confiscated wealth of a diminishing number of producers. Ineptocracy. Ineptocracy. Instead of democracy, it's ineptocracy. Yeah. System of government where the least capable to lead are elected by the least capable of producing and where the members of society least likely to sustain themselves or succeed are rewarded with goods and services paid for by the confiscated wealth of a diminishing number of producers. Yep. That's it. Now, what's going on in Texas? You see, in Oregon, and Willamette Week did a story about this um, back in November of 2022 called All in the Family. It's about how the Republican leader of the House, Vicki Brees Iverson, who was a staffer when I served in the House of Representatives, she now is the House Republican leader. Her husband, Brian Iverson, has the Iverson Media Group. Now, this is a reason why you should be careful not to send money to their legal defense fund to fight Measure 113. There's probably going to be other ways to do it. Why? Because Brian Iverson is the guy who's formed the PAC to receive that money. You see, as soon as she became his wife, Vicki Brees Iverson became the Republican leader in the caucus. They, be, they began spending large amounts of money with Iverson Media Group. Does that sound good to you? Does that sound right to you? Now, it would be one thing if they were really, really effective at messaging. They ain't. Because you see, he is also advising the Republicans on the Senate side. Now, Ronnie, hang on. I, I'm going to get to you in a moment. This complaint filed by Drew Leda, who lost the Republican primary to Brian Stout, who says this is a strange conspiracy theory. What? In Texas, the attorney general, this is a federalist story of Texas. There's a Republican by the name of Ken Paxton. He's calling on the Speaker of the Texas House, kind of an important person, to resign. Why? Well, because he was on the floor 
Dade Phelan is his name. Drunker than a skunk, presiding, clearly inebriated, badly slurring and fumbling over his words. And by the way, you can see, you can watch the video. But he also, it's not just because he did this, because optics are really bad, right? But it's also because he has stymied the Speaker of the House. Any, he's killed any legislation having to do with voting integrity. Paxton said in his press release yesterday, he blasted the speaker for failing to advance critical conservative priorities, including election integrity bills and measures designed to prevent, quote, Chinese spies from controlling Texas land, unquote. Folks, you may not know this, but China and Chinese organizations have purchased nearly 400,000 acres of American farmland, most of it close to critical military bases around America. Do you think China would let us go into China and buy Chinese land next to their military bases? Probably not. But we're doing it here. And this Texas House Speaker has killed those bills to stop that from happening in Texas. I wonder who's giving him money. Anyway, this is important, and I need to make this point, and then I'll go on to Ronnie. Republicans need to be willing to stand up and defy Ronald Reagan's 11th commandment, which was... Thou shalt never speak evil of another Republican. As much as I love Reagan, as much as he is next to Trump, one of the greatest presidents this country's ever had. He was wrong about that. Vicki Brees Iverson's husband and she should be called out for an obvious conflict of interest that's unethical. And she is making money from her position. Do you think her husband, who nobody heard of until she got elected, do you think that he would be getting all of this money from the House Republican machine if she wasn't the House Republican leader? Probably not. And in this case, Somebody's willing to stand up and say it. Just like in Texas. Now, why is this important? I'll tell you why it's important. Because when you're having conversations with persuadable people, many of them are unaffiliated voters, independent voters. Many of them are just fed up with the political machines on both sides. Well, you can talk about how this is what needs to happen. We need to take a stand for what's right. Now, I'm setting the stage for what's going to happen tomorrow, folks. Because we're going to be joined by a pastor who is taking a stand. He's from another state. We're going to do this live interview. He's taking a stand. You don't want to miss it. Ronnie, go. Yes, uh, I'll be honest with you, my friend. Uh, if Mr. Drew later worked as hard as he did this situ uh, this situation in his county of Multnomah. 
it might be an extra, those extra 1,500 to 5,000 voters might have made a difference and gave us another seat. But this grifting, I'm seeing it in Salem Kaiser. Um, these consultants, but yet they don't. Hey, hang on. They don't give a damn on, about us. Hey, hang mm-hmm. on. Uh, we we got to go to break. I'll give you a chance to. No problem. 503-589-1220. Let's return now to more of Political Coffee with Jeff Krupp. Ten minutes till the top of the hour. 503-589-1220 is the power of Buick GMC talk line. Emails to Jeff at 1220.am or Jeff at KSLM. Dot News. Linda writes an email. Can somebody explain to me why this abomination of 10-year-old abortions, et cetera, is the holy grail for Democrats? Well, yeah, because abortion, the killing of unborn children in the womb, is their religion, and it's straight out of the pit of hell. Now, aside from that, The other reason that it is the Holy Grail is because they know Republicans are incompetent at messaging. And boy, have I got a lot of emails about that, but I got to go back to Ronnie who's on the line. Ronnie, by the way, did you see this story about Target is removing its controversial children's LGBT products from all of its stores after boycott threats? Did you see that? Is that yes, cool I did. I won't be going to Target because uh, they're supporting gender mutilation, under grooming, illegal grooming of our kids. Go back to four years ago, or five years ago, 2018, in California, in the Bay Area, uh, allowed basically the young kids at 16 and under to not be arrested for prostitution. But especially in the gay areas of the various parts of the state. And that's legislatively done by the Democrats. Any way to push the NAMLA agenda, any way to put the March agenda. And what's sad is whether it's Conrad, whether it's Kevin Mannix, you know, whether it's Vicky Breeze Iverson, okay? And I hate to say that, brother. I know he's your brother. Is this greed is good. If they won't call it legalized gender. Um, gender mutilation of our children without parental consent. That's what opposite down to. No different than the bill of uh, you know of the uh, of vests. If I want me, if ten of us get together, we're putting on their vests. We're now a paramilitary terrorist organization. That the Republicans that is following the high consultants, whether it's whether it's uh, Grazen, whether it's anybody else, they love the drift. I look at look at West Salem. I can tell you right now, you spend you spend twenty nine thousand dollars for in, internet and advertising, but don't do no radio ads in Salem County School Board. 
but you, but at the same time, uh, you, you know, people that brag, hey, we did this, this, and this. But it's always I approach. It's always self-gratification. It's always staying off messaging, not listening to people, and putting out the true message is why we, the Republicans, have a problem winning. Just like Drew Leder, who did not get the wisdom call it, he didn't knock on enough doors, and he wouldn't help the Republicans of his county as a <laughs> But, you know, I'm sorry to say this, but people got to open up their eyes, call it ace and ace, a spade a spade, and at the same time put some backbone in it and hold thy ground. Brigham Breeze Iverson, as a leader, should have stayed out of that building. That's all I got to say. Absolutely right. Thank you, Ronnie. Appreciate it. 503-589-1220. We'll get to Rebecca in a moment. But that's the same thing in the latest that is about House Republicans remaining in the building and advancing the Democrats' radical agenda. They are. In the latest Oregon Firearms Federation newsletter from two days ago, they say the same thing. And then they list the two Republicans who recently voted to attack self-defense and your Second Amendment rights by voting to pass House Bill 2572. One of them was Charlie Conrad, and the other was Kevin Mannix. That's a bit surprising to me. I will read his vote explanation because they both made them. Let's go to Rebecca. Rebecca, good morning. They called about why the Democrat Party embraces uh, abortion. And yes, it is a religion. Um, it is part of um, what would we call Wicca or witchcraft um, to kill babies. That's a That's another whole subject. But um, in terms of the Democrats, the uh, they organized to advance the cause of slavery into the new territories. Andrew Jackson uh, was very, very racist. And um, to this day, the Democrat Party embraces Planned Parenthood. Planned Parenthood was started by Margaret Sanger. She came to the Democrat KKK and and told about her what she called her Negro project, and there's many projects inside of the Negro project. Planned Parenthood is one of them, and the Democrats always make sure these projects are funded, and the de- the design is to destroy black people because they want to advance the progress of the human race. This this is all explained by Margaret Sanger in her diaries. And Margaret Sanger um, was part of the eugenic society, along with Hitler and a lot of other leaders in our world. And they believe that they are doing a good work to advance what they call the progress of the human race. And that's when, when they call themselves progressives, that's what they mean. When they say the survival of the fittest, that's yep, what they you're mean. Right. You're right. It's part of, you've just partially answered Linda's question about the holy grail, what abortion is. Thank you, Rebecca. Michael writes an email about freedom of movement. Is it not an arrest? Is not an arrest a stoppage of freedom of movement? 
So, and the rest of Republican movement is against statutes and against state and union constitution. Kotex might go there, but even Katie would never go there. What is wrong with these Democrats? Don't they know that Oregon is a union that is a republic? A state employee who shall never be named writes this, beyond frustrating. It is beyond frustrating that the Republican leadership and members cannot communicate the essence of House Bill 2002B. It is terrorism against parents' right to raise, nurture, and protect their children. Why can't Republican members have a simple and powerful message about the immense harm of this bill to children, families, and our society as a whole? Why can't they write editorials to the newspaper, post compelling information on social media, stand on the steps of the Capitol and read the bill and describe its horrific proposals? Rent out key billboards up and down I-5. Why can't Republicans get their proverbial political foot out of their mouths and begin to yell and scream about this abusive, evil, and demonic bill? When will Republicans be able to say, it's for the health and safety of our children. It's for the rights and the authority of parents. It's for the common good of our families and society. Yeah, that's what they need to be saying. But I like this person's line. It says, it is terrorism against parents' right to raise, nurture, and protect their children. Wouldn't that be a great, great billboard? House Bill 2002B. It's terrorism against parents' right to raise, nurture, and protect their children. Could you use that in the conversation? See you tomorrow.